1: Chat about it Got a midget and a juice, So why don't you sit down and Listen to our dope podcast During lunch, dinner, or breakfast Brad Williams and Adam Ray Are here for you any time of the day So come on and treat yourself right It's about last night I I don't remember exactly what we said last podcast, but it was it was like we were talking about Willy Wonka for a while, mm-hmm. and then it was uh, uh, and then we, about how awful if all four old people in one bed and peeing their and peeing their bed, and then Steve Simone goes. Uh, that would be the worst thing to say to a girl. <laughs> Your pussy smells like Grandpa Joe's bed sheets. <laughs> and when you think about it,
0: it's absolutely true. Four <laughs> old people stuck in a bed for months and months. Uh, our guest is uh, Steve Simone. Hey guys, who great comic? Oh, the best. Great friend.
1: Well, you you, you know. might be one of those guys too. That's like you know when people say the comics comic. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know where it's absolutely. just like everybody likes to watch him. Everybody likes him. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah.
0: Steve. Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve so, uh, you, dude. You. You. Yeah, guys. You also can't take a fucking compliment. Yeah. It's very is, uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and it's weird as people uh comics or we 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 go on stage looking for the laugh. That's what we need to like legitimize ourselves. But then when we're off stage and that part's not happening, it is weird to take a compliment. It you is know what strange. I,
2: I kind of think because I have for whatever reason some of my friends they're like either comedians or I know some guys that are like fighters, mm-hmm. and it's a very similar thing. Like they go into a boxing ring or to like the octagon or whatever Mm -hmm. nice and they're beasts yeah but then they get it all out of their system
0: and they're they're the nicest Nicest, calmest calmest guys exactly yeah i i I know a couple mma guys myself and they're the yeah exact and just they have that discipline that says okay here it's okay yes here in the octagon it's okay so you know, not to say we're like MMA fighters or anything, ladies and gentlemen, but... Uh... You, you might be with that fucking
1: blonde haircut. Yeah! Dude, you
2: do look Woo! like... Dude, that's badass. Yo,
1: Brad did that for the Miley Cyrus wrecking ball outfit for Halloween, <laughs> but guess what? Uh, he has fucking, like, taken care of it and gone back to uh, brown hair Brad.
0: No, I'm, I'm I'm keeping it. I got frosted tips right now. I look like I should be in midget MMA. Can and- I be honest?
1: <laughs> you look like, like, if you... like I, I feel like I want to buy ice cream for... You,
0: I don't know why like that. <laughs> Do you know what's crazy? It looked like a molester. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I got
2: stuck in, <laughs> but a cool molester. I was gonna buy. I was gonna get bring over ice cream sandwiches because I couldn't bring
1: the. I the wanted sa- the you want to. bring sandwiches. regular sandwiches. Yeah,
2: and I went. Can I get to Rock and Roll Ralphs to get these ice cream sandwiches? Because that's one of those gifts that. Everybody, dude, oh, ice cream sandwich. Yeah, right. everyone's
1: like that. Yeah, nobody goes. What the fuck are those? Why'd you,
0: <laughs> why'd you bring those over? Get the fuck out. And of if they do, you do not need to be friends with that person. There's a handful. Yeah, yeah there's a handful
1: yeah. of things to gauge how to be friends with somebody. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, or if you would, if you would use them uh, or put them uh, as a phone a friend for who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> that's I used that I used. To, there was a stretch of time in my life where I was like, would I make that person a phone a friend? And that's how I would consider them a great friend. Wow, that's, that. good. that's, that's a great awesome. gauge.
0: Right? Could I? Could I count? On them in a pressure situation, yes. Where I need to make money and they get no benefit from it whatsoever. Could they
1: tell me what the capital of Istanbul is?
0: Could they do that? Exactly. Who, who,
1: is there even a capital of Istanbul? I, I, I don't I, even know I, that. I, I would Google. Be, <laughs> I would be a terrible. Yeah, but they know that you're using Google in the phone a friend thing.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they got here you know, the click strokes. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing that because I don't have a keyboard, so I'm pounding the table and hoping the mic is picking it up.
1: Doing some Indian tribal drum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what
1: uh, was there any sort Where's
0: of? Uh, <laughs> just oh, nice. Hey. Nice. Nice. That was culturally insensitive. <laughs> yeah. But this hilarious. Is, this has been culturally insensitive with Brad Williams, Larry, and Steve Simone. We'll be right back.
1: <laughs> um, Steve, so we, we had you on the podcast once and we had a great episode, but my computer fucked up. Huh. And it wasn't meant to be. Um, Do but you know, you
2: know, what, you know I, what the silver lining of that is? What? We get
1: to, we get we to, to hang, hang out, out again. again. Yeah, yeah. And you're Absolutely. a big hanger outer you I love, love it. you you love you might love comedy but what comes with comedy more than any comedian i know and it's it's refreshing which is weird to say refreshing because you feel like we should all always be so grateful and excited to do Absolutely. what we do yeah. but you anytime you're around you you get a constant reminder of like oh yeah this is fucking dope what we do it's
2: the greatest
1: and why what what is it about stand up or being in the comedy business that is so
2: for me yeah. it it feels like uh Whenever I get to hang out, like at a club, and I know all my friends are going to be there, yeah. it feels like I'm a kid again. And it's lunchtime, and we're all sitting around the lunch table. Right. But the kids around your lunch table are the funniest people <laughs> in the world. Because guess but what? It,
1: Everybody else, our friends who aren't comedians, you don't get to see your friends as much because no. you have nine to five job. You yeah. got a wife. You got kids. You've got the, like, yeah. you've, you've started to roll into the routine of what happens when you get older. And yeah. you just don't. I mean, in general, when we get older, our friends you start to lose touch a little bit but like that's one of the benefits you're right of being a comedian is that like you get, get to be
0: around a, absolutely uh, yeah. and when comics hang out there's always like it, no one officially announces it but but, but but there's always some sort of can you top this we start going a little bit in the show mode where we're just like uh, I gotta be funny and then I gotta top that and I gotta be f- there's
2: but, nothing better when that happens naturally yes. and it's not a competition thing it's just right. like when somebody takes something funny and a tags it and expands
1: it like there are
2: points where like I've hung out with you or I've hung out with you where I literally couldn't breathe from laughing (laughs) yeah yeah like the best laugh well I
1: also I put a plastic bag over your head (laughs) So, was like, so he couldn't breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but, and, then, and then I got an erection, yeah, which was weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then Erection's I took a, and a, I took a picture word. of that erection. Yeah.
1: And I posted on Tumblr.
0: They're so, they're, they're, and I got six
1: likes, which was a lot.
0: <laughs> which is a lot, because there was a boner picture below that that only had three likes. There's some like David Carradine fan listening oh, to the podcast Jesus, going, not. Too
2: soon! I remember, I mean, I was out here for two, two years trying to do this, and I still didn't think... Uh, a normal person, because like I grew up in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Nobody right. I knew was in show business. Nobody. I think that's consistent for most of us, right? Right. And I remember yeah. I was Mitzi Shore's personal assistant, and I'm like at the comedy store. Yeah, and like Steve, I need you to go to the oh, rounds, I could seriously write a movie about it.
1: <laughs> you must. Yeah, you knew Mitzi like it when she was.
0: Ticking. Oh yeah, dude.
1: Mitzi Shore, the M- founder yeah. and creator of the comedy Store. I mean, the yeah. woman, mother
0: lived. of Polly Shore, and uh, just I, 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 I hate to surrogate mother a, for a lot of people. Yeah, just she, a, a She tomorrow. took Jim Carrey
2: out of his car, right? Oh, she put him told at. she would tell me those stories. Oh my god, because that was one of the re- he, like, he's one, one of my guys, like, one of my all sure. time, yep. funniest human
1: beings ever. Dude, she's kind of responsible for him. She
2: signed his immigration papers.
1: What? And he's Canadian,
2: that's right. He, um, he had a sitcom about 10 years before he made it, made it. Mm -hmm. He had a sitcom called The Duck Factory. And I remember it because I was a little kid and it was about cartoons. And I remember my, my mama, my grandmother was like, cause like I used to draw all the time when yeah. I was a kid and she was like, Steven, there's a television. She would always tell me when there was a chimp. Cause I wanted a chimp when I was a kid.
0: Fuck like, yeah. Who <laughs> didn't want
2: a chimp? She was like, there's uh, a TV me? show called- I wanted
1: baseball cards and a fucking uh, dad. You didn't uh, want <laughs>
2: baseball cards. <laughs> baseball cards. And a- Dude, we yeah, could yeah. do this whole podcast on baseball cards. <laughs> wow. My favorite, one of my favorite things ever. Yeah,
1: What was your favorite pack? What was your favorite brand of pack? And did it have gum or no gum? I
2: will say this because you're a Seattle guy. I'll tell you about the best pack of cards I ever opened up.
1: Upper Deck, Upper Flair Deck Ultra, a- Upper Deck
2: Upper Deck '89.
1: Do you got Griffey's
2: rookie card? Griffey, first pack of the su- first pack of of the summer. Is that what yeah, you were about to yeah. say?
0: See, first pack of the summer. Because <laughs> it would be.
2: It was like February. Like that was. Yeah. See, that's what I try to explain. Like I remember those feelings, and I remember being cold and gray and stinky. And in Philly, there was these stores called Wawa's, and I'd be like, "Hey, Dad." Do you think the baseball cards are in yet? And that was your first sign of spring. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh wow. And, the ba- so and I was would ask, dream. and I was yeah. a little kid, and I'd, be like, when are the-, and I'd be like, kid, I don't know. And I remember walking in
1: and- Do you remember the guy all- who sold you the cards? He yeah. Because was- every guy who owned a card shop, for mine, it was a guy named Ron, Ron Reed, I think. He was like, he always looked like he was 70, even 10 years after I was there. He just never <laughs> aged. He yeah. was like fucking but he Wilford he nev- Brimley. But- yeah. <laughs> But dude, but he, and then loved he said, oh, uh, you
0: want you want some baseball cards and don't
1: get diabetes. Yeah, yeah. And well, coincidentally, he died of diabetes. Uh, uh, no, he didn't. Uh, I was just trying to go along with the joke. <laughs> but uh, but he like he knew so much about baseball cards and he was like the staple of that shop. So did you? I feel like did you? I, have a- that,
2: that, you know what? My first job ever. I was 14 years old, and there was a comic book store. Me and my brothers used to go to. When I was in third grade, I wrote the guy. We had to write a letter to somebody, and I was like, "Can I send it to Frank Link at the comic? Wait, Universe? a letter for what? Just so we knew how to send letters. We're oh, in third dear, grade.
0: Yeah, dear so-and-so. So I was like, Sincerely, yeah, all that uh, oh, can I send right.
2: one to the comic book store? Cause I played. That so is when I was awesome. It was the best. And he used to keep it on his register. And then when I was 14 and baseball cards were exploding, that was my. Cause he was a comic book guy, yeah. but he was in the baseball card business as well. And he let me come in and sort of run his baseball card operation at 14. What
1: the fuck? Wow. Yeah. Dude, that was like, remember the movie little big league where the kid gets to run the, um, the Minnesota twins. No, to just, no. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I well, saw that one. I'm going to
2: put that on Netflix. Oh Steve, yeah.
1: Check it out, dude. It's was, Oh my God. Are you kidding me? It came out probably, uh, 1998. And this kid, his grandpa owns the twins <gasps> dies the kid's like a baseball fanatic. He's like 12. And in his will, he said, Hey, you get the twins. It's yeah. Willie Walker with baseball. I'm gonna, it, it, I'm, it that's is. all I'm going to say and fucking watch it, dude. He's got two best buddies who then, then there's the whole like he gets pulled from his friends because he's running a team and they're like, Man, you, you've changed. It do you changed. You it,
0: it makes Rookie of the Year look like Air Bud.
1: You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: But you know what you just hit on? When you guys asked me about what, like, what do I like about hanging out or whatever with other comics? Yeah, yeah. You hit it right there. One of my favorite movies of all time was um, Stand By Me. Okay. Oh, you I go. love that yeah. movie. That's still, that'll make me cry. Like, I'm not sure. afraid to. I laugh all the time and I cry a lot too. I'm a giant pussy. Well, hey,
1: hold that thought, Steve, because we got the cast of Stand By Me <laughs> in the kitchen coming out to perform scene six. Jerry, Jerry O'Connell, what's up, buddy? Hollywood Treasure. Hollywood
2: Treasure. <laughs> Do you remember the end of the movie when Richard Dreyfus is typing and he goes, I never had friends like I did when I was 12 years old? Mm hmm. Does anyone, question mark. And I remember being Uh, Question mark,
1: dot, dot, dot. Go see Mr. Howland's Opus. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. Hello, God.
0: That's a great line.
2: But that's what being a comedian is for me. I I feel like I still have friends, 12-year-old friends.
0: Yeah, the, 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 those friends where you just call them up and say, "Hey, do you want to come over?" The, yeah, and then you get excited, like I'm going to Tim's house. Yeah, it's the best, dude. That's you why get so excited.
1: Dude, nope. I mean every adult. That's why we, when adults even make like stupid mistakes, whether it's like, dude, even like I like drunk driving on a certain level is like a ch- Like that's a, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna probably get too like deep in here, but like mm-hmm. I, I feel like those types of mistakes that we make as adults are. The um, we feel like you're invincible as, as you do as a kid, where you're just yeah. like you're you've, you're you're thinking so um, not about the consequences, which is
0: right. what you do as a kid, right? Right. You just mm-hmm. kind of. Um, so 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 you're saying we, we drunk drive for the same reason why on Catalina Island I got on rollerblades and said I'm going to go down this hill and not apply the brake at oh. all. That sounds like a terrible. Did idea. Did you get speed wobbles? Oh, where we, yeah. the ankles just start like trembling like yes. you're you're a fucking Parkinson's patient? I thought, yeah. that was <laughs> a weird, I thought that was a weird like new candy that kids got high on. <laughs> speed wobbles. Well I remember I tell you what, TV. those crazy kids are the bleachers doing speed wobbles all day. <laughs> they got when strawberry, you a skateboard going 9. too
1: fast that happens.
0: Yeah. Dude. I uh, ate it so many times. What ago. what would happen was I went down the hill? Crossed the street and on Catalina Island, there's no cars. There's only golf carts, and a golf cart missed me by like three inches. I <gasps> I hopped a curb and then slammed into a fence, oh. and like I, I I fell down. I'm bleeding. I have splinters from the fence, and I'm laughing hysterically because I'm like, "That is the best thing." <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and by the way, you know, what, looking back on that now, if you're one of the houses. If you live in one of the houses and you just look outside your window, and a midget on rollerblades just goes, <laughs> it's like, oh, well, uh, my day is made. <laughs> my Dude, I can Life oh, is made. You on
1: rollerblades seems like what every child should see when they wake up before they open their presents on Christmas. <laughs> is like a video of you rollerblading down a hill i
0: can still hey, i i still rollerblade i know there's the old joke what do you really the, well what's the hardest part about rollerblading Tell, telling your parents you're gay you yeah. know what fuck that i love rollerblading i can still go up on my front two wheels i do tricks wow. i ramp you do tricks? up yeah I do tricks I, dude I, I played roller hockey from age eight to age 16 i'm good on rollerblades my oh, friends dude that's awesome. i got skills
1: what what was your uh you said you skateboarded as a kid yeah Did, were you good no
2: <laughs> but i always got to hang out with the kids that were good fuck yeah because i was always right? up for laughs
0: yeah and, and, and that and you saw them doing you're like that's really awesome oh, i was so much fun now would you try to make them
1: laugh because oh, you were yeah. bad okay so you were you were that kid always yeah all class class clown or just I think. Uh, like at what age did you go, oh, hey, making people laugh? Because we've talk, we talked about this off air before where you and I both were uh,
0: big kids, right? Yeah. Ch- now, I
2: was not fat. I was chubby, and there's right. a
1: distinction. There's a big distinction. <laughs> Huge
0: distinction. Yeah, yeah. Because like, for I me, feel like it was, Steve's trying to distance himself from Adam Ray right now. No, no, no. I was a fat kid. Hey,
1: I'm always quick to to, to, to say it too when people are like, oh, I was a fat kid too. I'm like, how big how, were you? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They, did, like, was your nickname the Van? Uh, right. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Seriously, though,
2: because <laughs> like a, yeah. my older brother battled weight. He, he, his problem was a little more severe than mine, and it caused much more pain.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: I, I I, I, really have an issue. I shouldn't I, – maybe because I'm so sensitive to – I remember yeah. how mean kids
1: could be. Oh, the worst.
2: When people go, oh, I'm, I'm such a big nerd, or I used to be a nerd, and I'm like, were you really? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. – I'm pretty sure the kids that I know that are nerds, they keep that shit tucked away because yeah. it hurts so bad. For sure. Right. You know, and I used to – because it would get a laugh when I would go on stage to go, I was a fat kid. And the audience would be like, oh, yeah, they're always funny. Yeah. Like it would be like a, like, a, 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 like almost like a cheating as a stand-up comic. Sure. And now I go, you know what, man? No, I wasn't fat and I was chubby and there was a distinction. Right. And I would talk about – and sometimes that's kind of like a bit I'm working on yeah. now where I, I don't want to – it's one of those things where it's like you don't want to say, oh, I feel your pain. No, I don't. Right. Because I know that there was levels and there was differences. Well,
0: but- yeah. It's like it's like when I get done with a show and uh, someone comes up to me and goes, man, what you talk about is amazing because, I mean, I totally relate because I'm five foot two. Really, right. fucker. Five foot two. Right. Four foot four. Four full adult Absolutely. height. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're me I feel your pain. I would suck. I Dick to be five foot two. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! Let's get that. Do you sound bite.
0: realize what I would do?
1: Let's if, cut that soundbite and put if, it, it, it <laughs> on the internet.
0: I would suck a dick on repeat. <laughs> uh, if if the antidote to dwarfism is in a cock, I would go full Texas tornado on yeah, that you shit. Know what? And
1: nobody's judging you.
0: No, I would make it. I, I was five foot two. Really? Did you ever go back to school shopping, and then all the kids showed up with their fancy bugle boy shirts right. and their fancy No Fear shirts, and yeah. you're walking around with. Fucking Baby Gap. And I know it's a hack joke, but it's true. Did you ever really yeah. shop at Baby Gap? Fuck yes, I did. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had elastic on all my jeans to fit my fat ass.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Like It's great that you can... La- and you know oh, what's man. awesome about stand-up? <laughs> that
0: Elastic! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> the tailor had to put it in. It didn't come with it. Wow, oh, so God. much
1: pain. Yeah, it's Does real. Does the Gap know what kind of pain they've... they've um...
0: I, I mean, they okay. didn't cause
1: the pain. You know
0: those, you know those Gap commercials that that always air. That's because of me. Did- they are in business because of
1: me. Why did they never put you in a Baby Gap commercial?
0: Why not? Like, hey, do- does your kid need to look fashionable? Does your midget need anything? Come to baby Gap. <laughs>
1: and then somebody goes like, yeah, how old is your, your kid? And and you're like, he's 25. 25. He's
0: 25. <laughs> Gap. Yeah. He, he, he has a date tonight, and he wants something that doesn't have Door the Explorer on it. Can you hook a brother up?
1: When you recognize that you can make your friends laugh, like what? Uh, Magic. Right? Like yeah, And then the you, and you mentioned feeling. this too, that you had teachers that recognized your, and yeah. they would like put you in situations that were conducive for you to continue to go on the path of like, Going into a comedian.
2: Yeah, I think that that's the distinction between class clown and like maybe class comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I never, I tried my best to be a good kid.
1: Okay, you know, yeah. and
2: I wouldn't purposely interrupt. Well, there were times, of course, you have to because you're an idiot. Because
1: uh, timing's everything, and if you see a moment to like, got to go for dude, it. There, sure, Like there sure. was a time when I like saw a moment where a buddy of mine looked over. Three kids were actually looking over my direction. I did the thing where you pull down your bottom lip and then you stick your tongue out, so it makes it look like you have giant lips. <laughs> all right, and like <laughs> yeah, and no uh, yeah, yeah, love yeah, yeah, it. it. So I did classic. that during while my teacher was talking. Mr. Berger, six five, rest in peace. And uh, and he uh, and I look over. The three kids looked over, but it was while he was talking. But they all. All looking in my direction so I was like I gotta do it now so I did the lip thing <laughs> even though I knew that he was talking and he was like "He," I was up in the like second row so I was close so he was clearly going to see me but I, like, I had to do it and then all of a sudden I just hear him stop talking as I'm facing them and I do a slow turn back to him while I'm still holding the lips and then he just goes What are you doing, Mr. Ray? (laughs) And I kind of like let go of the lips, and I was like, I was making big lips. I uh, I was making big lips. Yeah, I was making big (laughs) lips. It's a big lip gap, and he just goes, "Cool. Why don't you go out in the hall and think about uh, the whole big lip thing you just did?" Oh God. But but again, like I had to do it in that moment. So like, not that I was trying to disrupt, but it was like, man, three kids looking. I was like, but audience, yeah,
0: right. But see, and that's the comic in you from even at that age. Because even now, we go through those times, and I'm sure you guys have been there too when some friend says something and you know the joke is going to hurt him you like you, you know it's inappropriate but you're like fuck timing you knew that was going to happen to you yeah. you knew you're going to get in trouble yeah, but it's yeah. like hey my three friends are looking if i don't do this big lip move right now yeah. when the, when's the next time yeah.
1: fourth grade is going to be over for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's either big lip or <laughs> got to go
1: for it yeah, got to like go the iron's hot yeah. wait so what so what was the uh uh you, do so- you know what's
2: crazy i you know what's fun? like every once in a while um I'll get, like, a really good talk with my dad or something, and it'll be, like, real. And he he tells me a story that when I was a baby, my older brother had watched, like, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer or something. Mm-hmm. And he, I guess, I never. I'm not. I'm such an ignoramus. I'm not well read. Have
1: you read any of the Bernstein Bears? <laughs> he loved – that, bro.
0: I love. All right, good. Then you're fine. <laughs> the bur- then you're fine. you're fun. good. You, you need all the. You have all people the. People are like, lessons have you read you 2001
1: Space Aussie? Have you read fucking the? You know, uh, the Chosen, which I had to read it was required reading. But like the Great Gatsby, again required reading. Had to do it. Dude, but, I, uh, I
2: read Cliff Notes and rented movies
1: for sure. Done, dude. I did book reports on the reading the back of books Absolutely. i would i would make video book reports <laughs> high school one, one of them was called summer of the monkeys and all i did was read sounds the back awesome summer of the monkeys where a kid went out into the wilderness made friends with a monkey and hung out in the fucking jungle with these monkeys it was basically tarzan for kids okay. sounds amazing so yeah. i basically read the back and then did a fake show where i had my buddy on and i uh and he was the kid who played somebody in the in summer of the monkeys the movie and i was the host and i was like man so tell us about the, and we basically just paraphrased the back of the book He's like, well, you know, my name, I play a character named Ethan, and I spend the summer out in the wilderness, and I meet these monkeys. Just reading, quoting the, back <laughs> the book. And then I go, let's go to a clip. And we cut to a thing of him opening some bushes, and then he turns around, and he goes, where are the monkeys at? And then it cuts back to me. I go, well, I can't wait to see it, man. And it was just like, all we had, though, was like five sentences, and we summarized the book. So you were the awesome. same way.
2: Yeah. The best was, I remember in high school, I didn't do this, but like there would be like diorama displays. Like, Dioramas. The, Jesus. Out, out in front of like, the Some Summer of the Monkeys office. takes
0: place in the late 18th century in Oklahoma. It is about a 14-year-old boy named J. Barry Lee. Who, J. Barry Lee. Who, who, who wants a pony and a 22 caliber gun. He's got his priorities. Right? <laughs> Desires to purchase them by trapping monkeys and returning them to the circus for a large sum of money. How did you not read that? Yeah, that wait. sounds amazing.
2: There's not really monkeys in Oklahoma, right? <laughs> No. All right. I was like <laughs> so long, guys. I found my true calling. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: what, what one oh, are you taking you... to Oklahoma, please? Oh, I forgot. That's right. You wanted a chimp. Always, yeah. What about <laughs> we're getting off track. I, I wanna go well, I wanna hear why you wanted a chimp so bad, but we gotta come back to what we were just talking about, which was you uh, in school? F-
2: figure out when you were funny yes my dad tell he tells a story that when you my, were a baby well i was a baby and my older brother was like hey steve you could be becky and i knew i was a baby but i knew that was a girl and he put a hat on my head and my dad said i was just making eye contact and smiling and my older brother's like three at the time or whatever he's like a little cute little kid yeah. he's like you'll be my sidekick you'll be becky awesome and my dad's watching it go down he was like i wonder how steve's gonna handle this and he said mm-hmm. i was just smiling at my older brother." And my older brother couldn't see that my right hand was balling into a fist. And bam, I just blasted him in the face and didn't stop smiling. And my dad said he, it buckled him with laughter. And he was like, you were born with timing. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> you were born with timing. Wow. And I remember. Yeah, that's
1: brilliant. Because you, you smiled. You fucking set it up. Boom.
2: Three Stooges style. And then that's, just
1: uh, misdirection. Great.
2: Yeah. And then I remember being three years old. And my dad had this adding machine. I thought it was the coolest thing ever because you press buttons and paper would come out. And I remember being three years old and sneaking out. It felt like the middle of the night. It was probably like nine o'clock.
1: I thought you were going to say, I remember being three and quoting Paula Poundstone. (laughs) And that's when
2: I knew. That's when I knew.
1: All right, so you snuck out. And
2: I remember, and I'm I'm killing it, banging all these keys and papers just falling, papers falling. And I hear my dad come down the steps, and I see him out of the corner of my eye. And as I'm about to hit the keys, I see him out of the corner of my eye, and I go from about to hit the keys and turn my hand, turn around and make it a wave to him. So he, there was no actual physical evidence. He oh, was shit. like, "Bro, you had timing." It's amazing. <laughs> dude. And I, I remember uh, when I was little, I used to get into fights all the time.
1: Right? Oh no, and, shit.
2: Yeah. And then there comes a
1: point where it's like you started them, or people would. It was just a, you little were boy's yourself. fight. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You're right.
0: Yeah, we, we do. Yeah. I got in fights over chess games and shit. all the time. Oh sure,
2: we're monkeys. Video games. We little boys are. Yeah. And and we're, uh, an,
0: we're an island of monkeys, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, that's why you should have read
2: that.
1: I'm book. A, I'm gonna have to reread it. <laughs> It and probably then, would change my life.
2: I didn't concentrate on being funny until I realized I couldn't beat everybody up. And then I was like, oh, it's better to be a sidekick. For kick. real?
0: Uh, well, hey, it, it, necessity is the mother of invention. If you can't beat yeah. them, join them, yeah, type thing? Yeah, you no, can No, just keep
2: everybody laughing, keeping everybody cool. Mm-hmm. I was one of those kids. I was friends with everybody. I never right. really fit into a clique, but I was friends with everybody.
1: Now, well, you, the funny people, you're you you you're friends with everybody because everybody, wants, everybody funny, wants to
0: laugh. Now, do you remember like your first like big laugh? Yeah, you do, Mrs. Jeanette's class, third grade.
2: I think maybe I was dyslexic or something, and it was undiagnosed mm-hmm. or whatever. I had problems with spelling. Okay, and it took me forever to learn how to, to, learn how to read.
1: Like, what books. was a word that just fucking just All of them. stumped the you? Really? Words. Yeah, I was terrible In- at spelling. English. Like, and I'm not like making a joke, but like, if cat or kitten? No, three letters. Right. I was good. All right, good. <laughs> but um, I like you. Like, dude, I wasn't retarded. I was like, <laughs> I just, some of the bigger words, like, you know, like obsequious. School. School. <laughs> Dude, spelling bees are intense, though. It a was kid. a
2: spelling bee. Oh, okay. oh And shit. we're in front of the class. And uh, I was already, like, I could already make Mrs. Jeanette laugh. But I had this gift when I was a kid where adults would treat me like I was a grown up. And I would find Why? out. I don't know. I love talking to them. Warm soul. You're a warm like soul, I, Steve I, Simone. I, what? I used to love sneaking out of bed, like when my parents would have friends come over, and I'd sneak out of bed and sit at the top of the stairs and just listen to grown ups talk. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing a movie called uh, *Stir Crazy* with Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Yeah,
0: one of the best comedies ever. And I remember oh talking God.
2: to Mrs. Jeanette about that. She was like, "You saw that? And I'm killing it." Uh, and I, and uh, yo,
1: she's like, bl- "You're blowing her mind that you're like relating to her." Now, yes, you know. Yeah.
2: So now, it's like, I knew I was cool with Mrs. Jeanette because, like, when we did the math, I killed it. Actually, with the spelling bee. Maybe I remember doing so well with something in her class that she took me and three other kids to
0: McDonald's and that was the shit. Wow. And by the way, something that at the time, it's just like the best thing ever. If that happened now, you know, some parents would like flip out. Like, you yeah. took my child, yep. my child, yes. outside of school. Yeah, it's like campus. no, gluten free. Yeah, it's it like matter. no, fuck you. No, it, it's just because when you're a kid, there's nothing better than going to McDonald's. You you hear we're going to McDonald's. It's like I'm going to heaven. Yeah, it, it, it's the equivalent of now saying you're going to the Playboy Mansion, and it, it's it, it's a teacher going. I'm going to reward these kids, and that's a day that you'll remember forever. forever. But now kids are like, oh, but it, that, 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 does it have sugar free? I can't have sugar. It, yeah, oh, that- fuck you that to- oh.
2: was such a great treat, and I remember the other kids that went. My best friend Jason Bloom, mm-hmm. and, so great. Any
0: relationship so with anyway, Judy Bloom? Because <laughs> uh, the whole fudge series, awesome. Oh, yeah, standing in
2: front of the classroom. Yeah,
1: was this also your first like, uh, uh, like something with an audience that wasn't like? Well, when I was Were you little, little, the I would
2: do. I would love to entertain my parents' friends. All right, mm-hmm. so like, like that's a bold move, by the way. Yeah, like I remember being four, and I had this little tiny shirt that at this, you know, the cool cowboy shirts everybody wears now. Yeah, I had one of those when I was four oh, that right. was too small, and I could break out of it Hilarious. like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Hilarious, <laughs> and dude. I remember uh, you my,
1: just come out when they're having coffee and just be like, yeah. "Boom, boom, and boom!" My parents, buttons
2: don't fit. My parents had nuns come over. <laughs> oh my god. And I'm four years old, and I'm like, hold on, sister. And I run upstairs, do a quick change. It's hold on, sister,
1: you said? <laughs> yeah. Was she a black nun? Or?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I came downstairs and did The Incredible Hulk. Amazing. And my mom was mortified. Of course. And then the other time, I do remember. I didn't Did know the what nuns the- laugh?
1: Died. Killed, yo! I mean, what does that say if you make nuns laugh? There's got to be some because yeah, I feel exactly. like they don't have sense of humor.
2: Oh, bro, I was I would murder family dinners, and then that's where the sense of humor really got developed because my dad uh, was a big laugher, and every night at the dinner table, my older brother to this day I would say is the funniest person I've ever met. Mm. My older brother.
1: He, he He's a who makes you laugh. Yeah, honest. he
2: kills me, like kills me. Dude, if
1: you have a family, you basically were doing open mics every night through your child. At, at because if you have an table. audience like that every yes. night, like, because obviously it's all about consistency and like, yes. you honing the skill.
2: My older brother would break balls like Howard Stern and he would make me, and my little brother, cry. But that, that was, and then the dinner table, my dad would always laugh and then he'd get pissed and literally <laughs> leave the table. And he, he would laugh for 15 minutes and look at my mom. Can't you control these kids? And then leave. Because he would do a spit take, like a legitimate spit take. Because like we knew when it dropped the line in. And then poof, spit That's his amazing. drink out.
0: So like, we'd laugh and then like realize, like oh, right, I'm the adult here. I should kind of stop this there was or something. No, I don't know. I-
2: I just know, like now that I think about it, my approach to – my older brother was the funniest, okay? And Mm -hmm. he was bigger and he was older and he was – that open mic at the dinner table was his realm. So what I had to do is I had to attack with more energy to jump in. right?
1: Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And that's kind of like my approach to stand up at times. Now, my younger brother, he was the youngest. If my older brother's got most of the time, then I'm jumping in and doing – saying what nobody else will say to get the laugh. (laughs) My little brother, one-liners. He would just, oh, he was, just dry and just be like, oh, really? And he could get a bigger laugh out of saying that than me, like, taking my clothes off and, like, doing a truffle shuffle.
1: <laughs> Which, by the
0: way, that'll never not kill. Always kills. Yeah. So. Always good. Always good. Yeah, he he was the, uh, I call those guys uh, comedy snipers.
2: Yes! That's the exact term that I use. Really? Yes, sniper. Comedy snipers? One shot, one shot, one kill. Shot, boom.
0: And very sparing with his bullets, right? Absolutely. Exactly. Just waiting it out, waiting it out. All of a sudden, god and a boom. That's the one that gets the job done. Yeah, so, so what, So, at what point do you go from? Uh, Wait, we got, we got, we got to go back to this, uh, Miss uh, Oh, Mrs. Jeanette. Jeanette. Yeah. So, spelling yeah, bee. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm like, I'm doing well, and I have no idea what's happening. I'm like Z, and they're like, correct. I'm like, holy shit, really? Just saying letters. And then you had to go to other classrooms. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like, what's up, son? You were touring. It was like, it was like
0: yeah. It was like, <laughs> you, were, you were a company tour. I was tour. working the road. <laughs>
2: This is Brothers. I remember this moment vividly though, because she had a sombrero in the corner of the room. Oh, and boy. I get a word that I don't know. Okay. Okay, and I needed some more time.
0: Snuffle up. So I now guess. it's like boom, boom. <laughs>
2: and then I was like, I'm going for it. So no. it's like so serious. And then I just turn, jump, grab the sombrero, and I just start Fucking like dancing the sombrero the and taking fuck. out guns like bang, 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 bang. What the fuck? Yeah, it was M- awesome. Gun
1: miming and just like so completely avoiding the word. Yeah, yeah. completely yeah. avoiding it. Hoping that you would distract them and they would go, ah, oh, it That's works. right, he probably knows it. On to the next one.
2: Oh, no, bro, the, the laughed kids were falling out of their chair. Dude. They were like, you're the king, like you're wiping king, eight-year-old dude. tears from their eyes. That's oh, the best. But it was, I probably did fart noises and i like,
1: obviously, dude, oh, shoot okay, him, fake it. guns and farting with a sombrero. <laughs> Yeah. That would kill now. Yeah. yeah. Dude, now, did you foresee that? When you were like the moment as you had, like when you, the moment in between panicking and not knowing the word and seeing the hat and seeing, cause for sure you see the, what you did go down before it happened. When yeah. you saw a sombrero, you're like, I'm going to put that on. I'm going to do this. It's going to crush. Like what, <laughs> what's going through your head? It's going to crush. Like Watching as you're going over to get it, like, do you just not even think twice about it? Or are you like, twice? yeah. yeah.
2: I was just like, so you I need were committed
1: some time from the get go.
0: Like you just, you, you so. had these, yeah. Which is a big
1: part of all, why do you think Will Ferrell is so incredible? Because he fucking commits 120% and he, uh, like on it, you know, likes to wear the, to wear, even when – you bypass the moment of where it's weird because people eventually just go, oh, shit. This, this is not, happening. This is happening. Yeah. It's not stopping, and now it's funny. You know? Yeah. Because like they're, 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 at first you put that hat on, people were like, what the fuck is yeah. he doing? Right. And then two minutes later, they're like, this is the best thing ever because he's still doing it. Yeah, well, and
2: you know what? I think there are certain people – like I remember having a teacher. By the time I got to high school, my teacher – like I was a really good student. Like it was important to get good grades because right. my parents are both teachers. Um, and then also with the, the kids – my friends were the smartest kids. They were the best athletes. They were the cool kids, and uh, it was like, okay, you'd be funny, but you gotta like you can't be an idiot. Like everybody's gonna,
1: whatever. So they didn't say like you can't be a comedian, but they were like, just make sure you're smart. I dude.
2: was the kid that teachers they would let me break. They would let me be funny because they always said I knew when to do it. It wasn't that's a great. distraction. Dude, Timing,
1: huge man. Time. I feel like I only had, like, one teacher like that, the the rest would kind of scold because they're like, you're distracting what I'm trying to do. Like, well, this, this, we're not in class for you to get three laughs a period and, and fuck up my shit. Like, we're here because I'm trying to, like, teach you guys math. Like,
2: it was – I did, like, that awkward age that's middle school years, seventh grade – um so
1: weird yeah and the s- transition from elementary school somebody's works. got a mustache somebody's fucking yeah right. and it's just like everybody's who are you gonna be dude you yeah, isn't make that, your social a, circle dude, right now sure. you're yeah. trying to figure out isn't that suck man you, you almost feel like you have to have it figured out in that year yeah so. it's terrible and being cool, it's never... Nobody's cool. Uh, no, Even the yeah. cool kids. Well, I guess... I take that back. The kid who had a mustache and was fucking in seventh grade was cool yeah. as shit. <laughs> Dr- <Yeah>. Driving, driving
2: <laughs> to eighth grade. Hey,
1: Jesse Mose, wherever you are right now, <laughs> you're still cool as shit in my book.
2: Stroke me, stroke <laughs> me. You remember um, Dude, Adam <laughs> Billy Madison? He's just leaning oh, yeah, on the car.
1: Dude, this guy would wear tank, black tank tops and jean shorts and...
0: What, uh, was he a member of the Was he the lead singer of Queen? Yes. What the
1: fuck? Yes, he was. <laughs> the mustache,
0: yeah. black tank mustache, top, and jean shorts? Jesse
1: Mose. How wow. dope of a name. I mean, that's, that's a cool kid name. Yeah, it's a cool kid name. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, it really is. But you... Uh, so, oh, almost but, that name, they have to say the full name every time. Like, uh, who do you pick first for the basketball team? Jesse Mose.
1: Well, Mose is like one of the dopest last names ever. There you go. Yep. Um, Done. So wait, so seventh grade. I had an incident once.
2: Because uh, getting back, this goes back to like the spelling bee type shit. Spanish mm-hmm. kicked my ass. Mm-hmm. Like English was tough enough. Now you're trying. Now I'm trying to learn how to spell in another language. Jesus, right, and I was at that age. When uh, I started to discover practical joke like gags, not pra- I never wanted to be mean with it, but like whoopee cushions, fart spray. Fake I don't think you can't be mean poop. with them.
1: That's why they're gags. Yeah, mm. like I like the I, hand buzzer. Nobody right. Was, you don't lose the Snapping over gum. There. It was always just Yo, for snapping laughs. gum. Might have been one of the most underrated gags of all time. Of all time, because it yeah. worked. Not some of the time. Every Always, yo, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoopie Cushion was like a, you gotta have all the fucking, the universe <laughs> has to be on your side <laughs> yeah, for the perfect whoopie, like, you, like, blowing it up perfectly, like, the person's ass has to hit it, almost like the sweet spot of the bat on a baseball. <laughs> like, when McGuire connected, he hit he fucking, it was either it's a so double true. or a home run, but dude, like, that teacher's ass fucking, the cheek hits the, like, everything just sits on top of it, boom, night, you're um, the king. Gold. But, uh, so Is what it, was your go-to gag?
2: All right. So... I, I was I used to have like I don't know stink bombs this particular those. time like I remember seeing like comedians for some reason I don't know why but like even at gag shops to this day they'll hold up a rubber they they would
0: sell rubber chickens
2: yeah dude for, Which w- when was that ever funny I don't know I think it goes back to vaudeville or yeah something, it does something like that yeah.
0: I don't know like I, I've never seen a, a rubber chicken be funny fuck I wish right. I had one right now. like I'm
2: <laughs> sure there's a picture of me in second grade with the Steve Martin arrow through my head with a rubber yeah, chicken yeah dude somewhere. for sure but Some I had this rubber chicken mask. It was a mask, like it covered Mm -hmm. my eyes and my nose, but it was like a chicken. Okay. So I'm bombing this test, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's taking the test, so I'm like, fuck it. So I go into my bag and I just I don't draw any attention to it. Everybody's busy on their test, Mm -hmm. and I put the rubber chicken mask on, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna fail with no dignity, right? (laughs) So now I'm just taking the test with the rubber chicken mask on, and one kid looks up, and then he's just like. (gasps) Like seventh grade, and then everybody yes. starts laughing. And Senora Inglebrett, let me have it. <laughs> Senora Inglebrett Yeah, and then I remember she had a talk with me after class. She goes, "Steven, you're not a bad kid." She was like, "Please don't take this." I guess I could tell I was like sensitive to. Yeah. She yeah. was like, "You're not a bad kid, but you're naughty, and there's a difference." She was like, Ooh. You're you're distracting the class. I don't
1: know if I like that. Yeah, it made me you're feel naughty? terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's like the, the dad saying I'm disappointed in you that's and That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: then I retooled my game and then by the time I got to like eighth grade I would just, I would snipe comments. There's mm-hmm. certain
1: adjectives that can crush your confidence. By the way, oh, like, 100%. like disappointed. Oh, Always, yeah. you're naughty. Um, but ten- you're a it, dirty it. whore. Like yeah. that's there's <laughs> there's the words are very powerful.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. words are powerful. So yeah, then a, this teacher a,
1: a, a scolds you, and then how do you I, come back from that? Are you uh, like I, uh, it knocked down for a little bit?
2: Yeah, or definitely like, in that class, like I was. But just guess like, what? You
1: get knocked down, you get back up again. Absolutely. Who it, said that? Chumbawamba. Thank you very much we'll be right back
0: what's up with i that? feel like if we're taking commercials was, it would be that, out on that one that was fucking stockton malone right there that was just a no look pass and i Talk got this mailman oh man, it's, it's over it, it, it it's funny though because uh we talked about uh do you remember your first laugh i i literally remember the point where i got a laugh in school where i thought holy shit i think I, I think i want to do this it was mr bruner's Science class. Mr. Bruner, we all, we all called him Hitler because he, Jesus. because he rocked a Hitler mustache. Oh my God. A true Hitler mustache. Right, well, uh, I guess and that's he, his fault. Yeah. And yeah, he, <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> he's got to know that, because
1: Hitler, darken. guess what? Hitler probably still had a little bit of a following at that point. <laughs> uh, like, he, like, people knew that that stash was still attached. Yeah.
0: And it wasn't like second grade where you don't know who Hitler is. This was like eighth grade. We all know who Hitler is. And he's the only one ever to have a Hitler Well, mustache. in his defense, Martin Luther King had a little bit of a Hitler stash going, <laughs> so maybe he was just a big fan of the doctor. Maybe, maybe his dream was to get a Gillette and shave it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But but and he was mean. Yeah, this uh-huh. guy was. Well, that didn't help, right? Yeah. Who knows? And he hated Jews. Yeah, so what's this guy doing on weekends? <laughs> yeah. What's Did anybody? The FBI put a tail on him. I mean. Oh, uh, and and when I say mean, and I I actually found this one kind of kind of funny, but it's. Terrible! It's terribly mean. He once got eight kids up to the front of the class and said, uh, "Listen, everyone, uh, children up here. I have to give out an award every year. They don't. I. I they make me do this. I don't like to do this. But, to the uh,
1: dirtiest Jew.
0: But these. <laughs> but these all kids." They all get the they all get the award for not passing my class. They're all oh they're all God, failing in what front of everyone. So so this guy is yeah, the biggest I mean, dick. You're a mean
1: one, <laughs> dude, <laughs> Mr. Bruno. See now that would be great timing if you if you knew this was coming and you like saw him doing this and you held up like a my first Sony with that song. <laughs> Like fucking John Cusack, uh, <laughs> fucking, say anything, uh, anything. Say anything. Style in the back of the room, and you're like, just to taunt
0: him and be like, I see what you're doing,
1: fucking Hitler.
0: You're yeah. making us feel like I shit. Think. Yeah. So, uh, and and like everyone was quiet in his class because you knew if you talked, he would just get on you and make you feel like shit. So he's talking about like kinetic energy and like earthquakes, and he says one time in San Francisco, a and. A, a, Earthquake happened so strong the ground opened up, a cow fell in, and then the ground closed back in over the cow. And I raised my hand and he just looks at me and goes, Yes, Bradley? And I go, Would that be called ground beef, sir? <laughs> Fucking <it, man. laughs> <laughs> murdered. Murdered! Damn, my murdered. Entire <laughs> entire class just busts up. And even he, even he, and he never laughed. Lost it. He 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 just started laughing goes. That was a good one, Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, God, good, yeah. I did it. Guess what,
1: man? Teachers that like they want like it's fucking. They want some of that like in yeah. the day, like they you know because they're also. I mean, I, I'd say ninety percent teachers aren't funny, right? But like you, they know that like even at that age, like comedy is going to help. Sure. The people laughing is going to help for the mood of the class. people wanting to you'll learn pay, more, feel, feel something. Pay attention. Right? That's why yeah. even with like uh, I mean, Sex Ed, dude, nobody could keep a straight uh, face oh, during those oh, videos. Those are the. Best. I still
2: can't. If somebody starts talking about sex, I still start laughing. For sure.
1: Dude, those videos, though, like, and I mean, I remember a buddy of mine and I, he, like, dude, he, I've never seen somebody laugh so hard to this day when the guy, because also the voice sounded like the guy who sung the Grinch theme song. He was (laughs) like, the penis and the vagina. Like, he was so way too proper about it.
2: I don't think I ever saw a full one of those videos. I got kicked out.
0: (laughs) For laughing so hard. Every time. At what part? All When they showed the vagina? As soon as
2: fifth grade first time ever they separate the boys from the girls Mm -hmm. but they separate us
1: i forgot about that yeah Yeah.
2: but but in fifth grade there were a lot of kids that weren't mature enough for it so there
0: was like seven of us fifth grade we ours in seventh when when was yours fifth Fifth grade? Yeah. yeah Holy then shit. Re- was, then in well, sixth grade. Because we lost
1: our virginity in six. So it was like. What's
0: happening? Really? No, dude. Oh.
1: <laughs> but you know who did? Jesse Mosek. <laughs> <laughs> well, well played. Dude. Yeah, dude. Well played. <laughs> got put a body well on
0: Adam Ray. Timing.
1: <laughs> Timing's but, uh, Timing. But yeah, the sex head stuff blew my mind. He was my first like school. Um, I mean, I think I had a, a couple of them. But the one where I got kicked out of class was uh, we had to dissect animals. You ever do that in science? Yep. Mm-hmm. What What animals did you dissect? Frogs We did frogs. Sharks. We did fish pigs we did well, i th- Ooh, pigs no the pig, I pigs I, they were kosher i don't, I don't think we did <laughs> not the pigs all right the frogs were intense but the pig uh so basically we had partners right and somebody had to cut open somebody had to take notes and mm-hmm. uh, again i'm just not uh, i think we're all the same way any sort of situation that i wasn't interested in whether it would be math or group projects was just a, a time for me to be like, oh, good, teacher's not watching me. Like, now I, I get to yeah. do my thing. I'm not focusing on the project at all. I'm just trying to make people laugh. So we're dissecting, and somebody's cutting, someone's taking notes, and I stick the uh, the pin that you ha- they would use to hold down the animals, like in those little you know, wax
2: tray things. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. you would
1: you would pin down their their paws or whatever uh, and their their face. So I stuck the pin inside the uh, pig's like lip, mm-hmm. and then basically <laughs> as the girl was cutting him, started like, and then I would grab the top of his head and I would like turn his Head around and be like, whoa, whoa, hey! And I would, <laughs> I, would use the pin to pull his lip down like he was a fucking ventriloquist, like it was a puppet. I would you go, were Jeff I go, Dunham. What the fuck? I was like, and I, 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 made him sit up and look down like when she was cutting him open. I go, I go, and then look back at her. I was like, why are
0: you fucking cut me open? I was like, who the fuck are you? Like and- Adam, you were Jeff Dunham. <laughs> Wow. Thank you. Wow. I'm never going to be funnier than get that Get out line. of my apartment. <laughs> I'm done. Get out of Good my day, apartment. Good day, sir. <laughs> Good day. Yeah,
1: dude. Jeff Dunham. If Charlie Bucket said that to Wonka before he gave him the factory, he would say, get the fuck out of my factory. That joke's terrible. <laughs> you were Jeff Dunham. Yeah. So I, Yes. And the girl, though, lost it because she got sick. It was like me doing that was making her sick. Oh like God. and so she was like she's like you got to stop doing that and i was like you gotta stop cutting me open i, was like, I got a family i was like i'd be like brian i was like tell my family and blah blah, blah. And like somebody have a phone and a teacher saw that like she ended up uh, she lost it she like started to tear up and had to run out and so i got in trouble for making her cry and he was like why aren't you like studying and i was like i i was like hey man this pig has a you know hey he had some things he needed to get off his chest before he really went out <laughs> he and he was story. like hey, Adam, the pig's dead and i
0: was like yeah, well, you know, with that <laughs> attitude, for sure, yes. <laughs> um, it's so, it's it's so it's like I remember more vividly that first laugh and how it made me feel and everything about the room, like more than I remember losing my virginity. Yeah. I remember that first laugh. Oh, cuz mostly cuz when we, Cause you, journey, we were drunk. But you were uh, drunk and you were yeah, like am I supposed to blow this thing up before I put it yeah, in? Please. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's tough. <laughs> but it just the vivid memories that those like you remember those just gut laughs. Those like belly laughs where you can't breathe. Like those are the one, those are the ones you remember. You had yeah. those with your brother all the time, yeah. Yeah. Like right. you And now okay, so
1: so you 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 worked at the comedy store for how long?
2: I worked the only. I worked every job there except right. I was never the main, Which was what? main talent coordinator. I was the assistant back when Duncan did it. Who were
1: I, you? Who were you uh, facilitating talent-wise? who was calling, who for was calling in then. for avails yeah uh, the guys that are
2: awesome now are were like sebastian when he was getting started like sebastian mascalco yeah. yeah i think he might be i mean dude he might be the funniest guy in the world right now that yeah. dude he
0: it could take any kills crowd too me. any crowd it could be a rock star crowd that's like hyped up on red bull college crowd
2: Ren- renazizi called it when he goes he's the next seinfeld cuz yeah. he works completely clean and murders every I saw him follow
1: Louis at the uh, store. Uh, Louis popped in, did like 25 minutes on his stuff, packed house, crushed. It um, doesn't really know. Seba- he, he goes and he goes. Who's next? Jeff Scott goes. Uh, Sebastian. He goes. Who? He goes. Sebastian. He goes. And he goes. Maniscalco goes. Man, he, goes man, he goes. Who? And then Louis goes. He's like, I don't know who this guy is. And then he goes. Oh wait. You know what? I think I have seen him here before. He goes. You know what? I've seen this guy. And he's actually pretty funny. Um, yeah, he was very funny when I saw him. But um, so anyway, he um, for give it up for Sebastian Maniscalco. And I'm staying right next to Sebastian in the back, and he's watching. It was a really crazy moment because it was like, I feel like Sebastian is on the same level as Louis. Absolutely. Like, sure. You know, I mean, success wise. No, because Louis has Emmys and shows, but that's just... The luck of the draw has gone his absolutely. way in the last couple of years. It will but happen for Sebastian. Yes, absolutely. So I'm watching him watch Louis, like, and and, and but, like kind of not know who he is and understand them being like, wow, that's fun. Like, and watching, and he kind of like a little smile cracked when he was like, oh, yeah, I've seen this guy. He is very funny. Sebastian goes up there, and because uh, I, st- then, you know, when you see a situation like that, you put yourself in, into yeah. it. Like, how would I handle that if I was watching right. Louis? But, like, Would you get insecure and then get up there and then have to maybe, you know, make a joke at Louis for being like, well, I don't know who you are, or whatever? Yeah, how would you yeah. handle it? Sebastian just goes up there. Shakes his hand like polite, uh, and then just grabs the mic. Goes keep it going for Louis CK, and just goes into his shit and fucking murders. Like just was like, all right, now it's my time. You saw some great, yeah. Like, now I'm gonna do my. Thing. I had one of the best sets
2: of my life. One of one, you know, you remember the magical yeah. sets. Mm-hmm. I think I, I have it recorded too oh, on awesome. my iPhone, where I I had to follow Louis. Whoa, uh, yeah. And it was the same sort of thing where he was like, and then he because he had never seen me, he didn't had no idea who I was. Mm-hmm. Um. But he was like, you know what, this is a very difficult club to get a spot. Yeah. He's like, so if this kid is working out here, I'm sure he's very funny. Yeah. And I couldn't believe, and then to hear Louis C.K. say my name, so that was literally the first eight minutes of my, I, bro. So I it was maybe the best set I've ever had. But I, I. But that honesty, the, the audience I saw it. I spent eight minutes talking yeah. about how great it was to hear Louis C.K. You and know what I mean? Right like, there, great night it was. the
0: audience puts themselves in your position going, well, How would I feel if Louis C.K. just announced me as someone who's really funny? And props to Louis for being a professional cuz I've seen some guys go on stage to the comedy store and for those of you who don't know when you're at the comedy store there's no host that comes up after every comic it's just one you follows another follow another follow another so the comic has to bring up the next comic you say thank good night who's up next they yep. they tell you who's up next most of the time we know each other and uh, we know the credits, but sometimes you don't. And I've seen guys who don't know guys go, "Oh, who's that guy? I don't know who the fuck yeah, this guy is." Yeah, I would never is, want to do that. To but uh, give it up for this guy, yeah, whoever he is. Yeah, where they like and it just, just so mean about it. Yeah, and it starts the night off shitty. Louis doesn't know who you are, but says, "You know what? He's here at the comedy store. Yep. You're not a nobody if you're at the comedy store. This guy's going to be great. You're going to love him. And when the king blesses you, yeah." The audience knows that, and they're like, well, Louis says we should pay attention. Obviously, we should pay attention to the guy. And like you said – It say, changes everything. You got one of the best sets of your life. Not yeah. not saying it's not because you're talented, because you are. No, that,
2: that, when somebody that has such a, such a great relationship with an audience where they trust mm-hmm. their opinion so much, sure. for them to say, you know what, give this kid a shot, yeah. that's all you need. Yeah. Where and if he wanted to be a dick and was like, "Why don't you leave?" Because I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Like sure. he could be like, "The show's over. Louis yeah. C.K.'s leaving the building." Yeah.
0: Right. Which I've heard guys do. Yeah, I, I and know. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks because they kill. Not they kill the show.
2: I think somebody like Louis. Part of the reason why I think he's so cool. Is that obvious, like comedians have known who he, he is for f- 10, 15 years. Yeah, he's been a comics but comic America for But America is mm-hmm. just discovered. And I think this process of this game, this hustle that we're in, it's either going to make you a better person or it's going to make you a worse person. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You're not going to leave comedy the same way you entered. Sure, Because the struggles are so brutal.
1: Absolutely. The yeah. highs and lows don't like anything. And but awesome. I, I said this one time uh, 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 that I feel like comedy is the stand-up like doing this as a profession is the best uh school for life. Yes. Because like you the not just because of the um the uh endurance you have to have as a human being like emotionally and physic like every, yeah. you have to have all things lining up for but uh the highs and lows I, everybody deals with highs and lows in life but I feel like there's um they get pretty like the highs are really high in this and the lows are you know, and, and especially for a lot of us are by ourselves, or don't have a significant other, or even if you do, you're gone from them for a while. Yeah, and um, it really is our main you know, relationship these, in a weird some way. It, it is because these people, I mean, like the audience is almost like you're. I, I, do you know what I call it?
2: Emotional one night
1: stands. Yeah. Wow. Where it's that's, why, that's why comics don't want to leave this, the stage sometimes. Right. Yeah. I know where I'm going home to, but like a guy, a guy a yeah. guy who goes on the road or has a shitty day at the office, goes home, he's got his kids, his wife, whatever, yeah. we go home to fucking YouTube clips and Double Dare reruns. I
2: Double <laughs> Dare.
1: I If, if we you're could lucky, get if into it's this. still
2: on. I was at the first episode ever of Double Dare. <laughs> we could get wait, into that. Wait, wait, wait. We're not well, going no, any that. No, let's just further. time out. I okay. just want to say this. We'll put because, a pin in that. Come back to that later. Because um, getting into what you said... I I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I think for whatever reason, like we were talking about our childhoods and getting those laughs, Yeah. I never wanted to accept that by being a comedian, I was different from other people. Like, I was just like, no, this is just a job that's so much fun. I just don't mm-hmm. want to work. I just I don't mind working, but I just don't want to be trapped in and off all that stuff. There's a piece of that in there. There's a piece of it, but we are different. And I think can I see this? We're better. good night everybody no i think we're so damaged (laughs) for for sure dude we're so damaged in a sense that i think stand-up comedy is for me it's in a i get to feel love without the responsibility of love
0: whoa because you don't find that at a pf chang's fortune cookie right because (laughs) find that from because because there are moments where you're
2: on stage and then the stars align like everybody you feel like you're friends with everybody yeah, like yeah. when it works best for me is when that stage and that comedy club becomes my living room and i'm six years old
0: yeah mm-hmm. and, and instead of is the laughter filling a void that like from some like is that i don't know or i mean it, it's not even that feeling a void it's just it's just added on you're you're just craving it and but then like you say it's love without responsibility because-, because we can leave yeah at any time yeah we can just say all right And and it's like
2: we're killing it. Like you literally are like if there's going to be a breakup between you and the audience, it's their fault. You know what I mean? Like when you kill it, (laughs) you did your job so well that you just get this love. Mm. But you you don't like.
1: Yeah. You you, you, you can't get hurt. And I want to hear more of this emotional sentiment because it's really striking the core of all of us. But double dare, Fucking get the double dare ASAP.
2: (laughs) I think I'll be a dick anymore. They filmed it uh, in Florida. Not originally. Go back and Google that. Shit. California, Philadelphia. In what Philly, the fuck. First episode of Double Dare was shot Summers. in Philadelphia. Mark Summers.
1: Wow. The first episode. Yes. And was um. And it was a
2: kid name, a kid. There was a local DJ, comedian type guy named. I believe his name was Grover Silcox, and he did crowd warm up. Grover Silcox. Grover or something. I think that was his name. Grover something. But he they but because I talked about what I was not a strong speller, but I was one of the nerd kids like i was in like
1: that i don't know you could spell physical challenge <laughs> <laughs> you could spell casio keyboard
2: <laughs> dude so i was they because they were afraid to send the general so all the, the kids it was like one of those gifted enrichment programs yeah and they were like hey does anybody want to be a contestant on a game show and everybody's like simone you got to do it but then awesome. by,
1: by i love eight, you know that's it let me just say something real quick no don't wait, wait, wait one second dude that says so much about you as a kid steve People go, yo, there's a chance for a kid to be on double there. And they go, Simone, you should do it. Right. Like, that, dude, that says so much. You're the fucking. You're the cool kid. You're the funny kid. You're the kid with energy. You're the yeah. kid that people want to see. They go, if we could have one person to see what we would want to do. Got to be Simone. They, they're selfless. They go, it's we want to see. And you know what sucks? We want to enjoy that for us by you doing it for but us.
2: Yeah, because by eighth grade, I was already wearing Hawaiian shirts on Friday. Holy
0: shit! Because I, <laughs> I wanted everybody to know.
2: I wanted everybody to know I like the party, dude. Like, uh, <laughs> you know what's happening this weekend? This guy,
0: dude, I fucking <laughs> and, love it. And nothing's Were gonna you, like the party like
1: like a Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt. shirt, dude. Seriously, that guy means You business. know what though? Every, like, like people see you walking around, and they're like, they, oh, dude, that's fucking incredible. Was,
2: but here's the thing. Were you
1: into the Beach Boys? Eighth,
2: actually, yeah. because I Okay, I was into everything California. Actually,
1: I feel like you can't wear Hawaiian shirts in the eighth grade unless you have a giant fucking Beach Boy fetish. Well,
2: I wanted to... Like, I have like Jesse bad Moseley. 80s movies <laughs> where, like, like those USA up all night movies, and it yeah. was always like the funny drunk sidekick guy
0: with a belly. Yeah, right. And it was like,
2: well, my beer's empty, and I'm like, <laughs> I want to be that guy.
0: <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that, and that, that guy always had a great nickname. Always yes. like a one word The nickname. Sponge. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, Sponge. What's <laughs> <Yeah>. up? Hey, Comes <laughs> cal- my buddy Squirrel. Uh, I have Squirrel. And that's what's going on. I ran into yeah, problems yeah. in high school with drinking. Mm-hmm, like, I, real.
2: uh, well, not like a chemical dependency thing, but like complete moron. And I'm just very happy to be alive.
1: You have a little Chris Farley in you?
2: A hundred, I had a Farley complex. Like if, if, if if that's a psychological phenomenon.
1: I want to meet that Steve Simone. I I mean, I'm glad that you're like, not like that guy anymore because that's dangerous. Yeah, it was dangerous. But in high school,
2: Yeah, up until I was about 30. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I used to booze hard. And then I was just like, this is not healthy. This Mm. is not solving anything.
1: Were you boozing uh, during the double dare days? No,
2: but I was <laughs> so self-conscious. Performance-enhancing drugs? Yeah. The only reason why I wanted to booze up, because I just wanted people to like me. Now yeah. I get that out with comedy. Yeah. I get that yeah, out yeah. on stage. I just wanted to be cool and accepted and have laughs.
1: It never goes away, man.
2: No, but I did not- pursue the double dare thing because like everybody at first they were like you have to do it but then everybody's like this is going to be stupid this is going to suck and they're like why are we yeah and then because little kids shit on everything too especially middle school age like that's the Uh, oh what are you trying to connect with me what are you like when kids you can't like tell an 8th grader to not drink beer because they're like whatever nerd like it's an awkward shitty age and When they announced it in the morning, everybody was like, You gonna do this? And I was like, Yeah and then by lunch everybody was like, Only a nerd would do that and I'm like, Oh, I'm not a nerd, I'm not doing it. Right. So then they bust us down there and it was the greatest thing ever. The energy I I, I, I feel like the
1: energy is is comparable to like an Oprah taping. (laughs) <laughs> Double their audiences are like are are basically um, practicing for going to Chicago in their thirties. Mark Summers is so running around. So bad, <laughs> I should have done it. Like I remember just seeing.
2: Wait, wait. So you went kids, to the taping? Went to the ta- they bought our whole class. All the sm- all the kids that were, they called a triad. It was gifted enrichment for nerd kids. Nice. Because oh. I took an IQ test going into sixth grade, Whoa. and my parents never gave me the score because they were afraid it would. I you get a complex? Yeah.
1: Was it great? It was
2: off the charts.
1: What the fuck?
2: Yeah. And then I didn't find out until I was like in college and I was like, you guys should have fucking told me I would have gone to a better school. I would have done something with my life.
1: Wait. So and- why'd you turn down an opportunity to be on Double Dare? You went to the taping, but you said, no, thanks to grabbing a flag.
2: Right. Because they brought like, f- like say 50 nerd kids from the entire middle school. Right. Cause they figured we'd be better behaved. Like 50 mm-hmm. of the, the, the kids that were in the gifted, yeah. whatever bullshit that is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I don't want I don't I think there are kids that somebody says are stupid in seventh grade that are the biggest brilliant most sure. you know what I mean like just because I'm not saying I'm special is what I'm saying mm. so we go down there to watch it they needed think, yeah. audience so it was like two kids they four kids from your school will be selected two will go on the show two are alternates and the fifty kids load onto a school bus drive into Center City Philadelphia get off JFK Boulevard it was like at. PBS was Channel 12 in Philly and it was either filmed there or like – I remember it was like right next to like the Museum of Natural Sciences and we were all there in the audience and everybody was like, look at these nerds. They're going to look stupid on TV and then the same kids that were like telling me not to do it and you would have to be a nerd sure. to do it are sitting next to me. They're like, this is the best show ever! Oh, and and I'm so like, fun. I could have been on this show,
1: you oh, motherfucker! Yeah, I could have <laughs> like made was... memories for all of us! <laughs> I could
2: have been the
1: tender. Yo, who, what was the guy doing warm-up? What were some of his jokes? Do I you don't remember? I do remember, but I just know that had to be... Go!
0: That That's what 60 seconds on the clock! <laughs> dude,
1: by the way, he had to have been on some sort of coke. Who knows? Dude, because he rattled up, and then Harry, or no, right? Harry, the fucking the PA announcer? Yeah. Wait, I don't wait, know put it back was. in, put it back into the... Harvey. That's what Harvey. was. Harvey. yeah, it wasn't that's it was. Harvey somebody. Yeah, dude, he had the Ted Bundy glasses and the fucking... Yes! He, that was, this...
2: the, he was doing warm-up. You're right. Dude, that it... was the guy that was doing... And yeah. I remember
1: even at Oh, this... Harvey was it.
2: Yeah, and I remember going, even at 13... I remember going What a shit gig what a sh- like, <laughs> yeah, dude, That's amazing You knew even at that <laughs> I was like These kids are This isn't an audience Dude you looked
1: at a, oh. You looked at a Harvey And go This guy hates himself Oh, <laughs> Yep Even at 13 oh, I'm like dude. Oh
0: god You said I'm gonna be a comedian But I'm not gonna be An audience worm okay Oh I've made the mistake Have you guys ever Had to do audience Yes for I got to do it twice uh, One time sucked But the, se- but the second time I know we've been shitting on it, but the second time I did audience warm-up was the most fun I've ever had in show business. Wow. Because the show and Steve Simone... This is, I'm, I'm saving this for you. Uh-huh. The show was Hulk Hogan's Wrestling <gasps> with Celebrities. No way. Yeah. It was on Country Music Channel CMT. Hulk Hogan's Wrestling with Celebrities. <laughs> it's Hulk Hogan, Bruce the Barber Beefcake, oh and the Nasty Boys teaching Frank Stallone, Dennis Rodman, and Screech, and Todd Bridges, and the pop star Tiffany how to
2: wrestle. That's the greatest job ever. It was
0: so awesome.
2: Do you met Hulk Hogan?
0: Not only did I meet Hulk Hogan,
2: okay. I just,
1: I just wanted a picture of Steve Smoan's face right there. I've never <laughs> seen a human being more impressed with a... <laughs> with, with, with oh, that was amazing. Oh, like you're no way it could have been any more genuine. Oh, oh because you love wrestling. People. You two might love wrestling more than oh, we Hulk love, Hogan loves wrestling. We, we, we probably we, do. Yeah,
0: we, we do. So uh, I, because I had a wrestling ring that I would like be able to run around in and like keep the audience going. I'm in the middle of oh, a fucking wrestling ring, my. so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's 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 yeah that's the here's what happened thing you do dude life.
0: that's like being a kid that's like if
1: you like after you went to go buy your baseball cards the guy was like you want to go run around the bases at Yankee Stadium yeah that
0: that was it cause I'm there in the wrestling ring now I had, I had my buddy who has trained to be a professional wrestler sit, sit in the third row start to heckle me no way during the taking uh, the oh, table. I smell what you're cooking now. And we, Yeah, you see what's <laughs> happening? And I'm like, hey, buddy, you think this is easy? You come on up here. That's some Andy Kaufman shit. And he would walk up, and he would grab the mic, and he'd start talking to people and tell some really terrible jokes. And uh, the, the, the people would start booing him. Then he had that moment where he'd be like, um, uh um, um. And then he would just turn and... Punch me in the face. Oh my God. Did the place go crazy? It, 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 it just gasped. It was like, <gasps> and then, like, <laughs> like, he would start stomping oh. me and doing the fake wrestling stomps. And, like, I would totally sell it. And he, and, and he would hit me with the mic. So it would make that, like, noise oh over the speakers. Gosh. And then, all of a sudden, I would start to hulk up. In front of Hulk Hogan. Oh my God. I'm hulking up in front of oh Hulk Hogan. Oh my God. Get ready. And, and he, and I'm impervious to pain. He's, he's punching me. I'm not going down. And then all of a sudden, I do the finger. I, oh I, I my do the, gosh. you. And then th- th- this guy, my, my buddy Ozzy, he weighs t- 320 pounds. What a beast. He, he's a big dude, but he knows how to use his body. He's a trained professional wrestler. He's taught me a few things. <sighs> I'm i a- I'm able to pick him up. And body slam him. No way. Yes. And the place just goes. How did anybody follow shit. that? They couldn't. <laughs> oh my God. So, like, I, 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 I body slam I'm him. loving this. I body slam The place goes ape shit. And then we didn't plan this out. But I'm looking at that top rope. I'm going, fuck it. And I go outside the rig. I start climbing to the top rope. I jump off the top rope. What? Frog splash. Superfly Snooker style. Do it, yes. Yeah. What the Snuka. fuck did you
1: guys just say to each other? Exactly. Frog splash, Superfly Snooki. Get <laughs> in the lingo, nerd.
0: <laughs> wow. I don't
1: know what you nerds were doing. That, was yeah, on exactly. We
0: the were watching Saturday Morning Superstar. What the fuck <laughs> so is wrong with great. you? So I, I land on my buddy Ozzy, and then uh, there, there was a guy who was a ref. He jumps in because he sees the timing and he counts it. The whole place. One, two. Three. Ah, do you you would have, have
2: that on video somewhere, please. I don't. Uh, oh, but shame. like, for the love
0: of God, the, the whole place erupted like the Rock just won the fucking title. Oh, they're my. going nuts.
2: That's better than comedy, right?
0: Oh, like, way wrestle, better.
2: Here's the thing about pro wrestling when it, when it works, works. Oh yes, when it works, it is the greatest form of live entertainment imaginable. Now, what do you mean
1: by when it works? When like the guys, when when like, the fight stand-up. moves look so real.
0: Not yeah. even that. It's just when they have the when crowd, clicks, when that. you have just the crowd. Like they're
1: feeding off the the crowd just like we are. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: when, when you have that crowd in and you're telling the story and they're believing the good guys, the good guy and the bad guys, the bad guy and they want to see that bad guy get hurt. Yeah. They're, they're the the jubilation that 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 happens.
2: One and, of the greatest things. It, it, like I got to become friends with Roddy Roddy Piper <sighs> right? when and that it's so similar. Yeah. Like you said, you hit the nail on the head with the storytelling in the ring, mm. and sa- it's this parallels between stand up and pro wrestling are staggering. So because
1: yeah. they won't try, like if they're feeling it, they'll try maybe moves that they like, aka bits for us that they wouldn't do normally because they're like, I'm feeling it. Like, they're like oh you know, yeah, that, that oh, move's yeah. kind of dangerous, but you know what? This crowd's into it. I'm gonna give it give it to them.
0: Your oh, yeah. your adrenaline's pumping, and you were only supposed to take three chair shots, but you're like, fuck it, hit me again because yeah. you just want to hear. The, the crowd go nuts and at, after after we did that match they literally had to calm the audience down. Wow! For the, like for a wrestling tape and they're like, all right, you're you're, you're too amped. That's insane. Now now they calmed you- them down and then Hulk Hogan says into the microphone, "Oh my god, brother, you guys are like a wrecking crew." Oh! And then so- me and my buddy Ozzy look at this like, "We're the wrecking crew." That's wow. our tag team. with your thing. hair
2: right now, you do look like <laughs> yeah. my first thought. <laughs> My honesty with your hair right now, when I first saw you, because I, I thought it was shaved like Road Warrior Animal.
1: Oh my God. I was like, oh, oh what a like, rush. Like Hawk. <laughs> yeah, you, if Wright said Fred is still performing, you and him should, should join forces. <laughs> Yo, that's amazing that he gave you that nickname. Now, here's my yeah. big question. If you're about to feel like, hey, let me get that fourth chair slam, mm-hmm. is there a sign? Do you just say, give it to me, or do you do like one titty flex and that's like a sign <laughs> I to don't go? Know.
0: Like, how I don't do you know. let
1: your opponent know. know, like, hey, man, I'm down to do another crazy?
2: Well, here's what I didn't know. Like when I started to hang out with uh with uh the legendary Roddy Piper,
1: it's just still is he really cool. a legend? Yes. Give me break well, it down what is he in terms of baseball cards?
2: Uh, he might be on the Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. Yeah, he's shut like, the fuck. Yeah, up. he's
0: like a yeah. Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig. What? Dude, yeah,
2: because he's, there are only two two actual human beings that ever became GI Joes. Mm-hmm. Sergeant Slaughter became a GI Joe, and Roddy Piper. They made a GI Joe action figure, but he was with Cobra. Because he was a bad guy.
0: Wow. Yeah. So how's that for a life distinction? That's even better than being at the first double dare.
2: Yeah, and he had he headlined <laughs> well, the first let's WrestleMania. Not get crazy.
0: Yeah, well, but like there's only so there's only so few wrestlers that pass in like they they go outside of wrestling to where. Everyone knows who they are, and yeah. everyone knows Hulk Hogan. Everyone knows Macho Man, The yeah, Rock, knows The Rock, yeah. And yeah. People you have know. to do that. You have to, you have to go outside of wrestling. Yeah, too. and people yeah. know Rowdy Roddy Piper. And
2: a lot of those guys that do reach, like, there are guys that are very popular pop culture people with wrestling. But Roddy's one of the few guys that's also very well respected mm-hmm. for what his actual wrestling skills. Like, I didn't realize nobody ever pinned him. Like he would well, talk he about. It. He was always. He was only pinned once. He would be like, "All right, well." If you want to fucking pin me, do it.
1: Yeah, and that was on he was prom legitimate.
2: Night. Th- like, if MMA was around thirty years ago, he would have been a UFC champion.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I, I I I love as soon as I start talking about wrestling that I, I have the yeah. guy just go. Adam's oh my like, gosh. so yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. Hey, it's it's interesting too. I mean, I, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I was in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, corner hey, Jim. Yeah,
1: no, I mean that's I. Hey man, like there's a there's a, for all of us. There's so many things that you have. Like avenues of professions or whatever, where you yeah. have absolutely no knowledge or information. Sure, but I I am genuinely curious about. It. Like every time it comes up, I don't tune out. I just go. It's interesting. Yeah, like I, but I um because it does fascinate me. Because it's not like I didn't. It's not like I've never watched wrestling, dude. I had a Hulk Hogan doll. I would, yeah. But when my buddies that had uh, growing up had all of them, dude, I had the uh, WrestleMania ring, the That's the awesome. uh, oh, the blue was the ring best. with the yes. ropes. Or whatever. I had, I had a yes, bunch had of those. You it. know what I would do? I only had like two. Um, WrestleMania figures, mm-hmm. and I would bring in my other toys. Like I would have Ninja Turtles fight Hulk Hogan. That's oh my god! god. Awesome. I think I had a He-Man fucking fighting some Ninja
0: Turtles. Could, I was. Could someone make that show, please? <laughs> could someone make do that Fucking Ninja awesome. Turtles against Hulk Hogan, and I would never leave show. my house if that show was real. no. I would just watch that on Dude, a And you know what's Netflix. crazy?
1: I wish I had the audio of my commentating because I was fucking <laughs> like, what was I saying when I was like, in this corner, the father of Michelangelo, the, re- <laughs> the one who put them in contact with the ooze Nothing. Splinter. he loves cheesy hates traps Give it up up. You know, in that. this corner he loves you know fucking lifting weights and beating women he man you know, whatever his stats would be
2: did you happen to go to meltdown comics about two years ago when they had that ninja turtle retrospective what? Did i just out myself as a nerd
1: no, dude. Uh, but that, you, added a, you added yourself as a bad friend for not telling me about this event. This going was down. like two
2: years ago, right at meltdown. I used huh. to live like was a it block Ron away. Ron Paulson, everything. who everything they had was his the original, voice of Raphael. Yeah, they, they had the original comic. Oh. They had the original contract. They had clay models. They had everything. Was cool. Kevin?
1: Isn't like Kevin Laird or something? The guy who
0: like wrote yeah, the first movie or something. He's
2: been Laird. Whatever. Something Laird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something. that. Yeah. that.
0: It's just so cool. It, you know what? But see, and stepping on that. When you say, like, it's so cool about Ninja Turtles and wrestling and stuff. Here's a general thing that I've discovered as I've gotten older. Is when you... And it kind of relates to staying up, too. It (laughs) suck. It does suck. But when you have something like... Ninja Turtles or wrestling or let's say a renaissance fair or a costume party. If you get a group of people together that are all like 100% on board, let's go into this and let's give it our all,
2: nothing's better than when yeah. everyone's doing it. I love enthusiasm. Yeah. I love people that are happy to be alive. Like uh, I've been through the darkness, man. I've lived in LA for 13 years. So sure. Fill your hours worth of horror stories. But the thing is, there's so many great things in life. And when you find something you can celebrate, celebrate the shit out of it yeah. and enjoy it and focus
1: on the good things.
0: Yeah. If you want to dress up in a furry and go, yeah, have if sex that's with your people, thing, man. It's not my thing, but I'm glad to put joy Dude, in this do it. World.
1: I've gotten to that place in the last year, man, where, and, uh, and this uh, uh, car accident, really, that we've talked about the other night, how many we've had. Uh, like, just so our listeners know, we are lucky to have Adam here. Yeah, man. God got <laughs> blasted yesterday day and i can't stop thinking about and
2: it And you have to realize that i firmly believe this that that is a miracle that you're here that you're healthy that that should be proof to you that god i'm not telling people what to believe god the universe energy dude, something no, greater me, than man. us
1: it hasn't told like there's been yeah i i i'm starting like really like uh i mean dude it like really i haven't had something like like i've had one of the bad accident like my sophomore year of high school where i got lit up and I mean, T-bone though, like straight on by Jesus. a big truck and a little Chevy Spectrum. This one was even more uh, uh, crazy, and I literally I can't get it out of my head. And I because I feel like really like I feel like I it I I I don't know how I'm not like how it didn't get fucking crushed, man. Like the yeah. the impact and everything. So it's like I mean, today was the first time, and it just happened yesterday. But like. um Because you you try to just brush it aside and go, all right, cool. Like, I got out of that. But, like, I can't stop thinking about it. And, like, man, I was getting, like, choked up today, like, randomly because I was just, like, like, there's, like, I don't, I can't explain why I didn't get, like, with, you know, and but that's
2: like, what you what you have to do is just focus on the the, the, the miracle of it all
1: for sure. And that's what we yeah, just yeah. said about like if somebody's into weird shit like that, like I'm re- like and I was always like, trying to turn a corner with that anyway about like just not being judgmental. And it's Absolutely. like if somebody mm-hmm. goes like like does a, like instead of like making fun of it or whatever. And, and, and like you you can still have observations about it because yeah. like that's, that's like, Yes, mm-hmm. totally. So, like, you, you have, that, have to. But like not, but going, cool, man, if that makes you happy, like yeah. I'm big on that mm-hmm. now. It's just yeah. like, man, like if I don't get it, but I don't do that, but if that's what makes you happy, we should all just want like everybody, everybody to just. Be,
2: yeah. I think the easiest thing as an adult is to forget that life's a gift. Yeah.
1: Because you've been doing it long enough.
2: Yeah. And you get caught up in the bullshit. Things that just in And the routine of the stuff. Matter. And you don't have mm-hmm.
1: little, you don't have the, the same way that we all want like little validations in comedy to remind us that we're like. You know, good and whatever. It's like in life, you just you don't have enough. Like, there's, I mean, you know, obviously there's death and shitty things happening all the time. But something closely connected to you to make you step back and go, "Fuck,
2: okay, take it for granted." Not you that you it. want
1: those, but dude, this. Uh, I mean, man, I, 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 mean, talk about. I don't. Want, well, maybe it is a life changer, but I, don't, I definitely like. I don't know, man. Well, but try not to let go of
0: yesterday. Like, not to think about it all the time, so I can't sleep. But right. um, uh, I'm gonna tell you this: I was listening. To the Mark Marin podcast where he's interviewing Johnny Knoxville, uh, which just came out, and uh, literally they got to the part where he was talking to Knoxville about Ryan Dunn, yeah, and Knoxville's getting choked up. And as I'm listening to that, that's when I get the text from you, yeah, wow. saying that you have been in a car accident. Oh no shit! And I don't know if you can see my eyes right now. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of, <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> they're kind of welding up. Yeah, dude. And you know weird? I'm just, I'm just, I'm so happy that you're here oh thanks man so i'm uh, because i mean my my first thought is who the fuck's gonna book all these great guests on the podcast yeah dude and that would be my (laughs) my concern who who's who's gonna remind me about according to jim yeah who's gonna do that who's yeah yeah you know what
2: i'm getting better at What's because that? of that m- moment you had yesterday,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I love you guys, and like that's not a weird thing. Like I think no. you have to tell your friends that you have to. You, you do. celebrate. Like it's like.
1: See, but I appreciate that if you could put your dick away. That would, <laughs> that would be great.
2: Could you put that bag over my head again? I can only take one of the... I
1: can only, tra- I can only take one of the, I can only <laughs> have one of the wait, other right that, now.
2: Wait, why only- does your cock smell like Grandpa Joe's socks? <laughs> <laughs> call back, call back, call
0: back. that's call back to two podcasts ago. <laughs> I, 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 I think I brought it all back. Uh, Steve Simone, you are a guy where when comics see you that they see that you're at the club that you're hanging out, we get a little happier. Oh, c- 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 because because you no, know, hey, Simone's here. It's g- it's going to be a great night. You're also like you fucking. You're staying positive. You're still
1: doing it. Like it's the sticking out is such a big part of it because our opportunities. What the the one that comes that really like takes us up a notch. We nobody knows when that's going to happen, right. and you just hope that you're prepared and in a good place yep. to fucking own it. And like you are. You do a good job of consistently staying in a good place, and again, the highs and lows we all deal with them bad. But like you're consistent, man, and you're you know. And
2: you know what that that really comes from the fact that I have the best friends in the world, who are the funniest people in the world, and that's the gift, man. Like the gift isn't like whatever financial like yeah. Dude, would I like to be a financially responsible adult, not drive a stinky car? Yeah.
1: Do I, I, I love, by the way, you used the word stinky three times, by the way. <laughs> and, if, and if you don't think I fucking made note of that, like, because you just don't hear that word, you laugh anymore. And Certain that, words I just adore. Dude, stinky, man. <laughs> Stinky's a good one. When, good when was the last well, time you used the word stinky? I use it often. When I was like nine describing like my mom's fart.
0: <laughs> Mom, that was
1: stinky. Mom, that was a stinky fucking queef or whatever you just did. <laughs> 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 I I, I, a I, queef. I knew what a queef was They taught kid. it the sex ed video. The guy was like, Sometimes a woman's vagina <laughs> oh, will queef in the I shower. I'd
2: still be laughing right now if I heard that. Still be laughing.
1: Did they? What were some of the th- I gotta feel like the, uh, the sex video like slipped in a couple things that we weren't supposed to know? Like he was like, And if you lick the clit with your, <laughs> your tongue, like I we were like, Wait, what? Uh, I like, never uh, saw
2: those like I literally got kicked out kicked out every time (laughs) time
1: for laughing and then
2: in seventh like then we had real sex ed where it was can you pull one up
1: now brad real quick before we get out of here just to see i'll I'll try how about this for a term sex ed video from 95
2: Nocturnal emission.
1: <laughs> oh, wow, dude! And in the definition <laughs> next to it,
0: done. I was on the floor <laughs> That's your fucking
1: trigger, nocturnal emission. Yeah, so which funny. is basically uh, wet dream, right? Yes. Yeah,
0: I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to find nocturnal
1: emission, dude. Sounds like something you pay to see at the fucking Bat Cave, like after hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Please, on-, on behalf of Steve Simone, Adam Ray, I'm Brad Williams. Please try to remember names in the morning. I'm not dead. It a miracle. Thanks, buddy.
1: If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Sleischinger, slicing. I've been friends with her for 10 years,